Welcome to the Podcasters Cut. I am Joey, and with me as always is the egregious George. <laughs> egregious. Uh, and today we're going to talk about some movies. <laughs> also going to talk about some movie news which we kind of since we weren't here last week uh because you know george you know went to jail for a couple of days so okay <laughs> uh, so we're gonna talk about uh shang chi uh, I, I think i want to talk about that first okay i mean that's just because like i uh, i saw the trailer yeah okay <laughs> were you excited for it when you saw it? you were like yeah that looks Cool. Okay, so before the trailer came out, I wasn't really like that super into it. Yeah. And then when I watched it, I was like, you know what? This doesn't. This looks good. It doesn't even feel. Here's my thing. Does the dude have powers, or he's just really great at freaking ma- uh, martial arts? I have no clue, dude. Because it really feels like he's just really it looks good. Looks like martial he arts. has, but like powers. It looks like he has some sort of power, like energy power. All right. So he's kind of like freaking Iron Fist, but without like an iron fist. I I guess, yeah, I guess he's like... I mean, I guess this is why they want us to watch the movie. <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. So I, I like you, I was like un, not really into it mm-hmm. before. And then watched the trailer and I was like, I'm at the same level of like excitement. I'm like... Does it look cool? Cool. Like, uh, you know, I will say this, like some of the scenes, like the stills that they put out look like anime stills. Okay. Like the lighting looks really dope on it, like the back of it with the neon and everything and them fighting. It looks pretty dope. Like well, it's visually the, it looks the cool. The cinematographer is uh really famous or not? Cinema uh, He's a very famous cinematographer. He did um uh, fudge, I forgot, dude. Man, bringing up people you don't even know who who it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but he really is like a like a good cinematographer. Oh my god, why am I blanking on like his name because bro you never use the name it's true <laughs> i never talked about this guy no nah, you, you, come Bill on pope. Do, you Bill know pope. Bill, do you know have an idea who he could be nah no idea who that is man spider-man 2 oh okay well i mean immediately spider-man we're talking baby, about baby driver okay the matrix wow all right then <laughs> so this dude has done a lot of good stuff yeah he's i done, mean he's done a lot. those three movies are all really good with cinematography yeah. Like, the driving sequences are dope in Baby Driver. Like, the way they're done and the way they're shot are awesome. Yeah. Freaking, the Matrix is iconic when it comes to what it created with the technology it had. Like, yeah. come on, man. Everybody does those bullet time moments. And then, I mean, granted, it was probably the Wachowskis who came up with the idea, but he brought it to life, I would yeah, say. Yeah, he was the director of photography. He, like, he also did a Lita Battle Angel. Oh, which I watched parts of. That was good. You watched it. You said you liked that movie. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Speaking of like movies that look like anime, that that's yeah, right. That's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess he did all the Matrix movies. But that makes sense. He's usually uh, like I, I feel like when a, when it's a director of photography for like a series of movies, they don't typically change because then the style will change a lot. Yeah. But yeah. Anyways, he seems really good. Uh, so I mean, this guy has a good. Uh, he did Team America World Police. Which oh, is, what? <laughs> it's just a weird one. Scott Talk Pilgrim vs. the World. Which yeah. is dope. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you see, even, like, Wachowski's kind of did an anime-inspired movie with The Matrix. Yeah. He did a freaking uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the Mo- world, world, which is a freaking... Is that a comic book or is it considered a manga? It's a manga. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, he did that. So, yeah. I mean, here we go again with another comic book movie, and he's doing it really well. I, again, visually, looked great. Uh, I don't know what the story is. Like, I, I'm kind of lost, but, like, granted... He works a lot is... with Edgar Wright now. I know that. Oh, cool. So, How do you feel about your favorite actress coming out in this movie, dog? My favorite actress? Yeah, man, Aquafina. Oh, my God. You know, she's... I, you know, I, it's not that I don't like her. It's just that <laughs> I, I, I just didn't think she was a right fit for Raya the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. That's the only one. I liked her in, uh, the one movie with the grandmother. Uh, The Farewell? Yeah, I liked her it's in that movie. movie. Really good. She was a little serious, but I was like, okay, you did a really good job of it. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of silly at times, which is nice. I mean, mostly, I feel like she brought it so much down, like her personality for that role. Like, mm-hmm. she's much more subdued. She's not out there. Like, in Crazy Rich Asians, for example, where she's, like, out there and kind of cuckoo. Um, but, yeah, like, 
she got into a little bit of hot water too. There was a few articles that came out like talking about her saying like all these random stuff that I, they're grant they're warranted. If you're interested, you can read them or whatever, but uh, I'm kind of excited. The only thing that kind of makes me excited about this movie is that Simu Liu, Simu Liu comes out in it. I have no idea who that is. That's Shang-Chi. That's the main character. Okay. He comes out at Kim's convenience. He's the older brother. And he does a really good job in that show. Oh, yeah. He, he does. doesn't look at all like him in yeah, the yeah, trailer. Yeah. It looks really different. But yeah. That's I actually him. got into that show. The show's really like, funny. I haven't finished it. but It sucks. It just ended. Oh, really? This past week was its last episode. Oh, wow. Like Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, like tweeted out saying, like, thank you to Kim's convenience for like doing, like, showing us the culture of our country yeah. is more widespread than what people know. Right. The show's really funny. I enjoyed it. But if you don't know about Kim's Convenience, it's like a Canadian-based show with like uh, a, like through the lens of an Asian family. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Korean family, yeah. Uh, oh, I just said Asian. No, no, I specified. <laughs> I wasn't like correcting you or anything. Okay. I was just adding more. Like, hey, Joey, get, get it right, bro. Get it right, bro. <laughs> Come on, we've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah... Um, yeah, dude. I don't know. I'm really. I'm. I'm. It's a Marvel movie. I can get excited <laughs> for it, like as as time comes on. Cause, right. Like, I was acting like freaking uh, Neville Longbottom was like last year. Last year I had three Marvel movies. <laughs> you know, I bet a lot of people have seen that meme. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I was like, dude. I'm like, I've been only gonna them. get Black Widow, and that's in like four tv shows <laughs> just even, four i know well i mean it's because tv shows are harder like like we have and you're making us wait a week to finish a story yeah that's like, true it's kind of lame well not lame but it's like like what if i lose interest in this like yeah it's pop it, um i guess maybe that's why they're making the like the episodes short or the seasons short because mm-hmm. i'm like if, if this yeah, was man. like a 20 Ooh. episode like i don't think i could have st- kept 20, up with wandavision that long yeah once a week hell no dude no, no, no. i would have been like i would have been out. insane amount of time wasted because yeah. i i mean even with wandavision episode six i'm like I, it's good but if it wasn't ending in like two more episodes i would have been like eh, you know what i'm just gonna wait until it all comes out and maybe binge it yeah exactly like i know selena waited until all of wandavision was done to binge it yeah and she didn't do that with Falcon. I, I didn't. I couldn't do it with either one of them, just because I was pretty invested in both of the shows. Oh, I couldn't do it because uh, Instagram, dude. For real, man. <laughs> I feel like people now that they have so much time because of the pandy. Like, oh, we're just gonna like post everything as possible as quick, soon as possible. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? That even happens with My Hero Academia. You know how much stuff gets like somewhat like no. Like for me, it comes up all the time. Like, yeah. oh, hey, do you see? You're this? way into hey, anime you now, so yeah, like I mean, you, you get way more stuff about the stories anime. are good, man. It's like comic books. <laughs> you know, I love comic books. Um, the other thing that's coming out is um, Army of the Dead. Oh, right. Is it Army of the Dead or Army, it is. Of, or Army of Darkness? No, it's Army of the Dead. You're okay. thinking of the old Army of Darkness movie with Sam Raimi. Okay. So, but yeah, what do you think? You saw the trailer? I did. I'm glad it's on Netflix because it'll probably... Oh, it's just, on Netflix? It's a Netflix movie, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm excited because for that because I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm okay with that. Okay. I'm okay with taking my time and watching a movie on Netflix. I don't know if I would have paid for this movie. Ooh. It looks fun. Okay. It looks like a lot of people are going to die, which is awesome. Uh, I love movies that like actually have stakes involved. <laughs> I feel like every time, like for example, we're talking about these Marvel movies, like none of these characters are going to die. Like, yeah. I'm not worried about anybody's lives here. The movie's called Army of Darkness. You know who could die? Dave Bautista could die. He's the main <laughs> character of that movie. Yeah. Well, who knows? He could die in the first like few minutes. I don't think so. That was a lot. Unless the first few minutes were all showed in the trailer. I don't, I don't think so. Why not? I don't know. And plus, like, Zack Snyder really wanted to work with Dave Bautista. I highly doubt he'll kill him that quickly. Mm, okay, fine. But, I mean, who knows, right? I could just be saying it and he, he dies in the first two minutes of the movie. <laughs> but I gotcha. Got Joey texts me all quick. Um, <laughs> you thought. <laughs> that's what you thought, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, though, but there was a few. Did you, ever hear, did you hear the other news? Uh, Marvel news? No. Freaking. Uh, <laughs> Alfred Molina got like probably extremely in trouble. Oh, well, he, I think I might have heard about that. Because he confirmed that he was coming out. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. mentioned that according to Alfred Molina, his role picks up immediately after Spider-Man 2. What? So, so like, wait, that's confirmed? Like, like he stated that that is what he was told and yeah. that's what he's doing. 
Oh. And it was funny because, like, Twitter blew up. And they're all, like, showing memes of freaking uh, Kevin Feige going, like, bullies there. I'm like, over Melina. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think that's dope if literally we have um, – what's his name? Toby Maguire, Peter Parker, like, think that Doc Ock has been dead. But, like, in reality, he's been traveling through freaking dimensions the whole time. And, like, he picks up with him right after the him dying in the ocean or whatever. I don't know. It seems like – I didn't expect that to be the way that they would bring him up if it's immediately after his supposed death. I don't know. It's turning into Fast and the Furious, man. Yeah. And bringing Han back and I, I, don't, I don't know, man. Rockets in space. The next <laughs> thing we're going to know is Spider-Man's in space. He's got a space suit Spider-Man. I don't know how, how I'm feeling about this movie now. I love Spider-Man, but huh? the mov- the third movie is like their crux. It's it's always it's always a problem. Ironically, like I didn't feel that way about Iron Man. Did I feel that way about Iron, Iron Man, Man 3? Three? Iron Man Three was okay. I I remember you say you didn't like it. No, I don't like Iron Man Two that much. No, because I remember. Man, well, maybe I'm remembering wrong, but like we saw Iron Man Three, and you're like, man, psh, that sucks. And I'm like, oh, like you you hated the villain. Oh, yeah, because like they, they, they changed the yeah, whole... Yeah, he was like, that totally ruined the whole movie, man. It would have been perfect. Ju- like if they, I'm like, I was like, I don't know. I kind of like the twist. I was like, I, I didn't... I'm not that big of an Iron Man fan. Like, mm-hmm. like I didn't like the... I didn't read the comics. I didn't right. watch his TV show, like the cartoon mm-hmm. one. So I was kind of just... I knew about... uh, What's his name? The Mandarin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is his ultimate villain? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like... I mean, I knew about him, but I was like, I didn't really care. I didn't really. It wasn't at enough. the top of your list of like, what the heck? It wasn't at the top of my list of like, oh man, I gotta see him on this big screen. Right. Thanos yeah, on course. the other side. On the other hand, I was like, that guy I gotta see. <laughs> uh, there's like theories going around that Thanos might come back. And what was the freaking hmm. movie? Ah, damn. Oh, in the internals. I heard a rumor going oh, around. Oh, well, that's like because yeah. it takes place so much in the past that it's very likely that he could appear. Yeah, uh, and I'm like, all right, well, that could be cool, I guess. Maybe seeing like a younger version of him, seeing him at like his height of taking over people. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just like, yeah, you guys already used him. I don't know why you would want to bring him back again. It's more mm-hmm. money you gotta spend, confuse audiences <laughs> even more. All right, so I want to bring up a new like category on the podcast, and I haven't brought this up to you. Wait, hold up. Before you do that, there's one last piece of, in, uh, of news. Okay. Have you been hearing what's been coming out of the Indiana Jones 5 stuff? <laughs> no. No? So they're making Indiana Jones 5. Okay. So already in process. They're doing casting already. <sighs> one, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is coming out. I forget where she comes out in. Okay. Uh, nope. Don't have it on my screen, so I can't tell you where she comes out in. She's somewhat famous. Okay. Second person that's coming out, Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. And I'm like, I hope he plays a villain. Because damn, does he play a good villain all the time. I loved mm-hmm. him in Hannibal. I thought he was pretty good as, uh, what was his name in, in 007? Lachey? I don't know. Can't I didn't remember watch that name. one. Eve was probably like yelling at me. Because she watches that movie like 50 times. Which one is it? The Golden Circle? or uh, the... Casino Royale. Casino Royale. Yeah. Golden Circle, that's something else. That's like, it's a similar movie. Yeah, I just can't remember what that one is. <laughs> it's like the gentleman people. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited though. I mean, I'm glad that at least they're bringing in actors who makes sense for the story hopefully it's not an indiana jones for situation harrison ford is not there yeah he is oh, okay he's still gonna be indie they're not bringing shia back <laughs> oh, man. so we'll see how it goes old old harrison ford no offense harrison ford i love you but i mean <sighs> Dude, at a certain point it's just, time to just they, stop yeah they need to just stop that franchise like i, I don't I, I i like the movies like mm-hmm. even the fourth one up until the alien stuff yeah I was okay with it. I was enjoying the movie. I mean, yeah, there was some good parts to it. There really was. It was a little bit more like... It was less... um, Was it like stunt action oriented? Yeah. Like where you see... It, it was more CGI for sure. Yeah. But I was like, whatever. I mean, it's the modern age. You got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up with a little tidbit. And Are you excited for it? Indiana Jones 5? Uh, yeah. It's such a long name to say. I've never realized how long it is. Um... Yes and no. You know, because I was let down with the fourth one. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel. I don't know how I feel about this. Like, who's writing the script? What's going on here? I know Steven Spielberg's involved. I'm I'm let down by it. So, it's like left my universe. Like, it, that's how I felt about the fan, Fast, Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. I, I, I barely liked the first one. Right. 
And then the second one came out. I like, hated that one. Yeah. And then I'd never watched the third one. It was a good movie. And then people were like, the third one was good, man. You should go watch the fourth one. Like, I hear it's going to be good, too. <laughs> and I go watch it, and I was like, it was okay. It was just as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. Not enough for me to watch Fast Five. Six, seven, eight. I, yeah, nine? I'm not going to. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, which you'll probably make me watch. No, nah, I won't make you watch them. Wendy will make you watch them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, nah, I'm cool. I mean, honestly, I'd the only reason that I'm interested in watching this one that's coming out is because they're bringing back characters from Fast 3. Okay. Which I think, honestly, might Wait, be Wait, are you talking about Indiana Jones or Fast and Furious? No, you were just talking about Fast and Furious. So oh, I'm keeping shit, with my you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about... I don't know. No, 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 no. Indiana Jones is only like four movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> but all right, what, what's this category you wanted to bring up? Oh, movies that are in theaters... And I want you to tell me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what the name of the the, the movie is, and I want you to try and guess what the uh, what the plot is, what the genre is. Oh, the genre. Okay. okay, that's a little bit. That's easier for me. I was like, I have to guess the plot. That's gonna be funny. easy. Okay. Okay. Uh, first, uh, they're all. They're Do I have to be exact? What are we going by? By IMDb, Wikipedia. Yeah, by IMDb. Okay. So they're pretty exact on it sometimes. So it's gonna be hard. Okay, in the earth. Um, sci-fi, mm, horror. Ah, damn. That makes uh, sense. Together, together. Drama. It is a comedy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> complete opposite. Yeah. Uh, Some would argue the same. Oh my god! Same. I just had it right here. Uh, freaking. <laughs> this is funny. Tom and Jerry. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's clearly a drama. Uh, the Courier. The like the carrier or the, the courier? The courier. Okay. Uh, drama. It's a thriller. So <laughs> kinda, I guess. Nah, nah, nah. They're different. <laughs> uh, separation. Drama. You think it's a drama? I mean, it feels like it's like like the divorce. <laughs> what was the movie that came out on Netflix last year? Uh, I don't uh, know. The one with fucking uh, with Kylo Ren and Scarlett oh, Johansson. Pff- uh, something like that, yeah. The divorce or the... Sep- I don't know. But uh, the separation is not. It's a horror. Really? What, are they separating limbs? No, it... I guess, like... I don't know, dude. Like, it's about, like... Uh, so random-ass movies, too. I haven't even heard of any of those. No? I think The Courier I might have heard of. That's the one with... Uh, what's the... Sherlock? The guy who plays Sherlock? Benedict Cumberbatch? Benedict Cumberbatch. And Together Together is the one with... Uh, oh, my God. It's a it's a kind of a comedy, but it's also kind of a dramedy. Mm-hmm. But anyways, separation. A young girl finds solace in her artist's father and the ghost of her dead mother. Creepy. Yeah, it's really creepy. I saw the trailer for it. That's all right. Oh, cool. All right. So today, we're going to talk about some movies. And well, now, we're, we're going to talk about a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about a movie, which is Minari. And yes. then maybe we'll touch a little bit on like our, our the Oscar pr- predictions and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, what you think of Minari? All right, uh, simple two sentence, uh, not even like two words. It's I. Right. Wow, it's I. Right. It's I. Right. I thought it was great, dude. Yeah, I loved it. What did you love so much about it? Just the simplicity of like the true the story, and then like just how it's a it's a very like American story of like. Fair. You know, uh, immigrant family mm-hmm. trying to find, find trying to find a way to make it in life, and they have you know they start off with a really like they're what are they like sexing chick- chickens or something mm-hmm. like that, and and it's just like it, it's very not very real. I don't like using that phrase, but it's very it's very uh, it's realism. Saying, it's realism. There's no actual like weird thing that happens you know mm-hmm. it kind of, and it's it's, it's such a metaphor no it, it's it's such a big metaphor because like the grandma comes in and uh spoiler alert by the way if you want to skip over like the next 30 seconds but the grandma plants something in the ground Kaminari. in minari and it's literally what saves them like mm-hmm. basically their roots mm-hmm. like stuff that like they grew up with mm-hmm. like helps them like overcome like their life in america which is weird to say like that you know your immigrant parents you know helped you make a life here mm-hmm. it's such a american story it's like, true. It, it like everybody everybody who's ever lived here 
They came from somewhere else, and unless you're Native American, but uh, they came from somewhere else, and they planted the roots. They planted the seeds for you to grow, and you kind of and every every the next generation just keeps growing, growing, growing after that, mm-hmm. and just and then um, it that's the thing about Minari that it was like. You know, it can kind of. It just needs water, and like it doesn't. Need, it doesn't. You don't need to take care of it. Like yeah. as long as you plant it, it'll grow. And it's such that's, it's such a good metaphor, and it's very like heartwarming metaphor in in the movie, to, you know, kind of illuminate this idea of like, you know, people in America. No, you. You know what? Uh, the whole roots thing. I didn't like. It didn't click on me. Like I, I understood. Like, uh, I got that it was like, oh, you know what? Like, this thing from... Because that, that was the thing about the movie. It was like, from the beginning, they were they were, they were were making... They were farming food that was native to Korea. Mm-hmm. So, automatically, I already, like, understood, like, oh, it's, like, bringing your vegetables here, and there's a market for it, and I understood that. But, like, the idea that it's... That at the end of the day, it's what the grandma brings to the country that saves their life is actually kind of, it is nicer. It's very poetic. It is. And it's like, uh, uh, Joey mentioned earlier. I'm really into anime. It's like a slice of life anime where like you just get a segment of a person's life. There's no real context of where, whoops, there's no real context of where they came from. And there's no real, like the, the future is just the future and you don't get to know what's happening. You gotta make your own assumptions. And I do like that about movies. Like I, I, like I said, it's all right. Yeah. It's all right because I didn't think that like there was so much story that it was like riveting. It was more of just like this is what happens in reality and like these things occur. Granted, maybe the grandma doesn't like set the whole like, spoilers. She does something bad. Yeah. Uh, not her fault or whatever. It just happens. But I think I think there wasn't enough for me to be like extremely invested into the characters. It felt very. Like very like plainish and simple, and that and that's the word that you used, and I think that really describes the movie. Is like it's simple. So yeah. if you have like two hours to kill, yeah, man, watch this movie, and you enjoy watching movies that like deal with just the simplicity of life. It's a great movie. I it, I there's it's it's a very character driven movie for sure. Cause like a lot of it, like they go to church and they're. Mm. They, they're not really <laughs> the kids went to church more often than the parents did. yeah <laughs> exactly and then like and but then also the the, the dad like refusing to get help mm-hmm. and then eventually realizing i kind of need this person's help like this guy's trying to tell him like oh like you need this to like find the water and <laughs> the dousing run the, yeah yeah and then he's all like he's like i don't need that but thanks and then like uh what's it called uh, he eventually does need it, and then like it's just like those things where like I like he's like crap, like I actually do need help to make it here. Yeah, and it's not a bad thing, you it's, know. It's like it's yeah. not, and, and you do need help living here in America. You need help. Yeah, if you want to be successful at anything, you pretty much do need a, some sort of foundation of people you need, around you to support you. Yeah, you need to know somebody who can help you out, and um, I mean it's nuts, but uh, in as a i think i'm a second generation or because my dad is from mexico so i guess technically you're first first but my mom's been here yeah when it comes to that it's like who really knows but anyways (laughs) but i get it like just i saw myself as in the lens of like that little boy where it's like my dad is very much like that no like no no we don't need their help like well we got this thank you though Mm -hmm. like that kind of uh attitude right and it's it's crazy like to think about it you know like yeah. like that's honestly that's what minari is like it's a very simple movie and uh i, I don't know i really highly recommend it just because like you'll get a kick out of these characters like and then you know they're in the south and then immediately you know uh the the way things are right now you immediately think like oh boy it's gonna be racism everywhere yeah but no it's not and I thought finally, not finally, but like, okay, like we're not going down this route where it's like, oh my God, they're like super, they were dealing with a lot of racism. Mm-hmm. And they, they had to overcome. 
it was it wasn't that it was that wasn't the point of the story thank you yeah if you it, wanted to see a movie about racism watch a movie like judas and the black messiah yeah like, exactly watch if you wanted to see about like gender inequality watch a movie about promising young women yeah, which not to say that there wasn't any like in no. those people's lives but th- that wasn't the point of the story mm-hmm. and so it wasn't something that was like like I, I don't know i feel i really hope people don't say like oh my god they didn't really talk about like they can't talk about every single thing that happened to them it's even a, though it's a based on a true story like it based is on that guy's life on the director's uh lee isaac chung's life yeah uh he he represented the little boy yeah from my understanding right yeah um that's the one thing it feels like these movies recently that have been coming like quote-unquote foreign films even though we've had this conversation that it doesn't really feel like a foreign film yeah um have been coming and they've been just expressing their their life growing up right we had this one we had like um Wow, well, I can't think of his name now. Uh, mm-hmm. Bung Ho, Bung Jun Ho, yeah, Bung Jo Ho, who had like came out with Parasite, and it was like kind of about like his life a little bit with the sense of like helping out a family. Yeah, and then we had a few years back with Roma, and oh, right. what's his face? Like these <laughs> movies telling the story about their lives and growing up <laughs> seems lazy, but yeah. at the same time they're very genuine movies that I don't feel like Hollywood, quote unquote, doesn't make. Yeah. Cause like these, like I, I mean, I, I think I would stick to my idea of like this is a slice of life movie. Yeah. Like these movies don't get made very often for the average viewer. Like this is a through and through an Oscar movie. And I'm really surprised by your it's I, um, review because like you really enjoyed Nomadland and I thought oh this is a lot like it. But I don't know, man. For like, some reason, this one didn't click with you. I think it was honestly. I think it had to do more with like. Because they're Asian. You fucking racist. No, I'm no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think I was... Uh, I it's one of those things, man. This is weird. Watch. <laughs> let, me, let me explain this. Let me take you on a little journey. Okay, go for okay. it. Okay. Uh, grandparents are farmers. My brother's pretty much a farmer. Okay. Uh, I've grown up around farms yeah. for a while. You know, I didn't, didn't, Joey knows this, but I despise going to farms. Yeah. I, I don't like it. I, the whole idea just bothers me because I grew yeah. up in that kind of a sense. So, like... I should be able to relate to this movie. And I do. I, yeah. I really do. Like the idea of like searching for water the way they did. Brilliant, smart. Um, I think the only thing that like was stopping me is you said it was a character driven movie. Yeah. And I feel like there wasn't enough dialogue for there to be character driven. Mm. And and I think that's... And it's weird because one of my favorite movies is um, Castaway. Where there's no freaking dialogue. Yeah. But here it just felt like it was somewhat lacking. Like the story... I feel like maybe Lee Isaac Chung was making a simple story. And for me, I felt like it was a too simple of a story. Mm. Versus in No Man Land, I think what I clung on to was the idea of like throwing this out there. I don't want kids. Like, I don't want kids at all. So when I grow old, ain't no one going to be able to take care of me. <laughs> so I'm going to probably have to be like one of these people living in a van. <laughs> you know, like traveling the country. Yeah, And... And I think that maybe stuck with me a little bit more. And obviously, like, between the two, I still think the, one of the reasons I love Nomadland comes from my background of loving, like, photography and loving visuals. That it was just filled with sunsets, filled with beautiful, like, scenery. Mm. And I think that's why maybe I enjoyed it more. I will say, though, between the two, I enjoyed the performances more in Minari. Oh, okay. Like, uh, Steven Yu's character, like, his acting... Damn, was it good. The little kid's little kid uh, was his name is Alan S. Kim. Fantastic. The grandma. The grandma did great. Holy crap, was the grandma spectacular, dude. Yeah. Like I thought I honestly think she deserves a supporting actress. Um one, she deserves the nomination. Two, I think she deserves the award. Yeah. I I, I feel like she deserves it. Cause okay. like uh, I we'll get into it a little bit later. Like, I think she actually did acting. And, like, you see her character change. Like, there's something happens to her, and you see it, and she she commits. And it. I've, I've been around people who have dealt with what she dealt with. Yeah. So, like, it's very realistic to me. And it, it like, touches me in a certain point. Like, it makes me feel like, oh, my, yeah. she's doing a really good job. Um, that's why she's been winning awards left and right here and there. Yeah. Uh, but, no, like, I think that's why I say it's all right. If there had been more, like, story-driven, more, like, more interactions between people maybe like even the whole like divorce not divorce but the whole like arguing between the husband and the wife yeah i feel like if they had done more of it or shown more of it like i would have been like okay this movie's really good yeah um 
But again, like, yeah, I don't know. It was a good movie. I, I think... I think if someone was like, "Oh, I want to watch Minari and I haven't watched it," I'll, I'll put I'll, I'll pop it on and watch it with him. Oh, really? Like if I'm like putting in a cassette tape, and shit. <laughs> but no, like it, it was good. And what I again, this falls down to the line of things that I think people have more become more accustomed about me is like I like short movies, and this movie being an hour forty five ish, yeah, works well, man. I you don't need more time than this. And I, I will say, editing wise, very well edited. Yeah, not a, not a frame was was useless. I think. Yeah. Uh, but nah, like, uh, I so, guess seeing on the more, like the way you brought up, like the metaphor idea that makes me like the movie more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so based on the best pictures. Oh, right. Let's do these. How do you think it stands within like that, that group of like that hard hitting movies? I mean, and if you feel like it doesn't does not necessarily deserve, but like if you feel like it doesn't hold a candle to these movies, what movie did? So. We didn't. I didn't get to watch the father. Did you watch the father? No, not yet. I might end up watching it. Watch it wins. Um, okay, I have, I have to watch it before Sunday. True. Um, so, best picture: The Father, Judas mm-hmm. and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, The Trial of the Chicago Seven. I'll tell you right now, Minari is not at the bottom of my list. Oh, okay. Uh, tr- car- Trial of the Chicago Seven is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like that movie is good. Mm-hmm. But it's a movie I've I have quote unquote seen a bunch of times before. Would you say that the Trial of Chicago? I mean, Minari kind of just barely grazed over the Trial of Chicago Seven, or it surpassed it like by a long shot. Um, personal feelings, or are we talking like what I th- personal feelings? Personal yeah. feelings. I think I think because it's a unique story, it passes the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Okay, because of how because it's like loosely based on his life. Yeah. Because of its simple nature, and now that you added the whole idea of the metaphor, yeah, um, I think it passes it by a quite a big margin. Yeah, I okay. feel like Trial of the Chicago Seven. I said this, I don't know how many podcasts ago. I don't think it deserves to be on there. <laughs> like Aaron Sorkin, you did a good job, fun movie, great acting. Ah, come on, man. I this feels like it was like a like the a reason it, huh? <laughs> felt like a gimme for him. Yeah, I feel like this. It would only get nominated. In a pandy. <laughs> Otherwise, I think something else would have taken its okay. place. Um, Minari and Sound of Metal, that's tough. Um, I feel like those are like... I'm not going to talk about The Father since I don't know where it is. Um, yeah, Minari, Nomad, and Sound of Metal. As much as I was into Nomadland, I feel like those are kind of like all equal-ish. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, none of them are perfect movies for me. They don't They don't hit me in all the right ways. Yeah. They hit me in certain parts that make me go, oh, but not enough to be like, this is the bomb diggity like other movies have been. Uh, and then we got Promising Young Woman, Mank, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Mank immediately, I don't think deserves the win. <laughs> I love the movie. Okay. But I feel like it's, I feel like it's kind of just like, that's cool. Would you say it's like in the middle? Uh, yeah, it's in the middle. So it's not the like part of the like that group of movies where it's like like oh it's kind of like it deserves a nomination yeah i feel like it deserves a nomination it deserves a nomination really well directed well, well shot. acted well cinematography shot. is amazing in that movie but um, for some reason it's just like not hitting that it's uh, not hitting that emotional level that i think i wanted to. i'm not invested fully into the characters like right. by the end of mac i feel like damn this is you know what this is this is a movie that i think i would appreciate reading the book of okay we're like, I think the book would be better than this movie. Okay. Um, I think it would be a good adaptation of a book. <laughs> uh, I like the background story of it. You know, the whole David Fincher and Jack Fincher thing with his dad, yeah, like, having that. written it. But, uh, again, that's all stuff to make it Oscar-worthy to be nominated. Yeah. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah and Promising Young Woman are at the top of my list. Okay. And I think even if I watched The Father, I think those would still be up there. All right. So, which one... Uh in your opinion, it's like, oh, this, like, I really want this one to win. Man, dude, that's, that seems rude. Like, you know, it's one of those things where, like, you have to choose between, between, like, does this person get killed or does this person get killed? Right. And it sucks because, like, they are radically different movies, you know? Okay. Um, uh, I feel like Judas and the Black Messiah 
deserves the win. Okay. I agree. I feel like out of those movies, I think it was the best. I agree with you, like, with almost everything you said, except for The Sound of Metal. I, get, I, I don't know why I enjoyed that a little bit more than I did. The sound editing, man. Um, Nomadland and Minari. Yeah. Like, I would put that at the very top. Actually, I would put Sound of Metal and Minari, like, tied. Mm-hmm. And then down no. here, Nomadland. Uh, actually, no, nah, Charles Chicago no, Seven. <laughs> I put those two in a tie. Oh, it, really? Yeah, because uh, even though like I obviously I enjoyed the Trial of Chicago Seven. Yeah, you really so enjoyed it. I we really talked enjoyed, about it for yeah. a while. You really liked it. I really liked it, but I don't in the uh, compared to these movies, I'm like, eh, you know. And then so and then like Sound of Metal and Minari tied, and then we got Mank, which is. I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then... I did too. Um, Listen to that podcast if you don't believe me. <laughs> like, I enjoyed that movie. And then there's Judas and the Black Messiah and Promising Young Woman. And there's... Uh, the Promising Young Woman had, like, such a good, like, ch- shift in it in, the, like, towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. that kind of just broke that character. Yeah. And I was like, oh, perfect, you know? Like, that's crazy. That's just just what you needed you know mm-hmm. just like that little the, push that little push yeah yeah, yeah. The push into madness and then but judas and the black messiah also has that has that emotional effect and like it's very like it's a very powerful film so i'm like oh so. one thing that I, like the one thing like between those two movies right they're both great but i think something that i enjoy out of a movie yeah is the intensity and if it can like keep me like fully invested and on the edge of my seat yeah and promising young woman had me at the edge of my seat for like the last 25 30 minutes of the movie okay i enjoyed everything before it great but those last 25 minutes is where i was like oh snap finally like well this is gonna be crazy yeah versus judas and the black messiah were like from the beginning i was like oh damn this is crazy yeah so I guess Judas and the Black Messiah like would win for me. I think it. I, like, I, I hope it wins. Okay, that's but what you hope will win. What do you think will win? The Father. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> what do I think is gonna actually win? It's it's honestly a tie between Minari and Judas and the Black Messiah, and I don't know if people will vote for it. For the right reasons. Mm. I think it'll be a little political. Yeah, well, I mean, this year we've seen a lot of stuff go down. Yeah. Stop Asian violence. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Like, both of these things yeah. are really important. And I'm glad that these movies came out this year. But, like... It's going to drive a lot of people who vote for those movies. Or vote for those movies to win. Yeah. Like, it's going to drive them to, like, oh, like I kind of want to pick these ones because of this. And, like, not... Oh, I'm sure there's some people who are listening to this and they're like, I'm, uh, I'm in the, what's it called? The, the guild and I judge movies. So yeah, you're the, you're, the, you're, you're, you're one an out, of the few. Yeah. You're an outlier, man. Like that's mm-hmm. a good thing. Like, cause you're judging art. So an art is subjective. So yeah. you should be like subjective. Like, you know, no, sorry. Like I, yes, this, you know, this did so much for this movement, but this looks a lot better or this is better. Like it, it just is. And that's the thing is that like, I don't, I don't feel like these things did anything for the movement because they came out so much later than everything that happened. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, and like, I think it's good that they've come out. And I think that like in recent years, like everybody says like, stop the white Oscars, which mm-hmm. got a lot of traction about like three years ago. And like, you clearly see that to some extent we are getting more movies that are more representative. Of what the, quote-unquote country looks like you know it's a little bit more fair we have a one movie led by a woman we have one movie about uh black culture we have another movie about koreans korean culture we have uh, technically two with the trial of the chicago seven about black culture we have uh sound of metal that deals with a disability um we have the father, which is talking about a geriatric man. Uh, uh, Alzheimer's. <laughs> is it Alzheimer's? Yeah, uh, now I feel bad. <laughs> yeah, you feel good about yourself now? Nah, I feel yeah, really good about yeah. myself. Uh, I was talking about Mank, actually, because he's oh. a geriatric man. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and a drunk. <laughs> yeah. So Alcoholism. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. That's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, like I think I think there's a little bit more representation than what we had seen, say, like 10 years ago. Okay. 
So let's talk. Let's let's go through this list, okay? okay. And uh, I'm gonna we're gonna do the like cool ones. We're not gonna do all of them. Okay, on. fair. Let's do uh, actor in a leading role. Uh, actor in the leading role. Okay, so we got Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Yes. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I actually want to try to watch before the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, the father. Gary Oldman, Mank. And Steven Yoon, Minari. What do you got? What do I think is going to win or what do I hope is going to win? What do you want to win? I really want Steven Yoon to win. I know, huh? <laughs> it's weird, like... For me, it's a tie between Steven Yeun and Riz Ahmed. Yeah, it, it honestly is a, a tie between those two. Like, but Steven Yeun kind of beats it out because, like, I feel like I don't know. He's just a, he was a really good actor. He played a really good like silent, distant dad. Yeah, but like also kind of close, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's a weird role, and Riz Ahmed. I mean, not gonna lie, he had it pretty easy. Like the the role was pretty easy to get emotion out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, but he, he also played it very well. Mm-hmm. Like, he did a good job. Like, he didn't, this, 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 that role was very easy to, like, make great. Yes. But it was also really easy to make really bad. Like, yeah, like as we were, saw with the ultimate playlist of noise. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> know. Um, but yeah, and then Chadwick Boseman, I haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Mom, so I can't really say. Anthony Hopkins, the father, also have not said, but seen. Maybe we'll watch those two. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people have said yeah. that the like his role in the father is incredible. Yeah, that's what I heard too. But I will say that who do you think will win? Gary Oldman. You think Gary Oldman's gonna win again? Mm-hmm. Damn, I don't think so. Okay. Chadwick is gonna win. Why? Why Chadwick? Because of the in memoriam. I mean, like mm-hmm. if you look at the past awards, uh, big awards ones, he's been winning, and it's mostly I'm like. Not to say it meanly, because I haven't watched the movie, so for all I know, the, his acting is incredible. But this happens. You know, when mm. when someone passes away, they typically end up winning due to sympathy vote. Yeah. I, I think he's a great actor. I think if he was still alive and he had continued to do movies, he definitely would have won. I don't think he would have won for this one, though. Yeah. Uh, but my, think, my guess is Chadwick's going to win. Yeah. Uh, actor in a supporting role. You mean actress? Actor. Oh, actor in a supporting role. Okay. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom for One Night in Miami. Paul Racy, Sound of Metal. And Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Ooh, that sucks. That that uh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, immediately, you know what I felt? I felt like we were announcing the awards. Yeah, me too. I mean, <laughs> yo, you know what, Oscar? That's why I went, uh, yeah. Hit us up. We got a camera. By the yeah. way, next week, we're going to start doing video. There so, keep an eye out. We're ready. Just set us up for Sunday. We'll throw it in. I think... I really hope Lakeith Stanfield wins. Oh, dude, really? I really hope he wins. But cuz I feel like he did a better I think he did a really good job. And but I know Daniel Kaluuya is going to win. Oh, you know Daniel Kaluuya is going to win. Yes. I have an in. No, I'm kidding. You have an in. <laughs> no, but uh, I I I believe Daniel Kaluuya will win. You know what, man? Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah? No, I'm just fucking with you. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, honestly, um, I I think Daniel Kaluuya will win. Like, I think that's who's going to end up winning. Because he's playing a sympathetic character, because he is he does an extremely good job at, like, mirroring that character. He was very respectful to that character. Yeah. Um, so, like, I think he'll win. I think Lakeith Stanfield's role is a harder role to play. Because he has to play the guy who screwed over. Um, he's such a good actor. That's the thing. Like, dude, he's, for he's, real, he's man. He's in a lot of really good movies. He, he's played the, all those characters really well. But I, I know Daniel Kaluuya's. He had. They they threw the. They just gave him a. They gave him a mulligan. Yeah, <laughs> like here you go, bro. You get a supporting role. Um, yeah. my only thing is that I don't even feel like he's. I think he's a straight up actor, not a supporting actor. I feel like they're only doing that because they play off each other. And I'm like, that's not fair. You didn't do that when it came to Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt. Yeah, they did. They didn't put them in the same thing. They they separated them. One, oh, really? Yeah, Brad Pitt was nominated for leading actor. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, you didn't do that here. Well, that's a little bit weird. Maybe mm-hmm. hashtag white Oscars this one. I don't know. Oh. But I think Daniel Kaluuya, I think out of all of them, he probably deserves it. 
I know we talked about Paul Racy with the way he did, like the way you were talking about how he signed and how he did everything. Yeah. Which was very powerful. I just don't think that's enough for him to win. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. And it's like what his breakout role. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sorry, bro. Like You, you won the, the, you you won the, the comedy gold, one. You got the Golden Globe. Hey, you did. It. You did what you did. Just uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Bro, you didn't do nothing. You might as well have just sang the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, actress in a leading role. Actress. Uh, right. In a leading role. Viola um, Davis, My Rain is Black Bottom. Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday. Yeah, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for No Man Land. And Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. What I want to win, Carrie Mulligan. What I think will win, Carrie Mulligan. Wow, so both Carrie Mulligan. I, I, I think that's just how badly I want her to win, though. I want... Um, Carrie Mulligan to win, and I think Francis McDormand is going to win. See, that's what I wanted to say. Oh, so you lied. I did. <laughs> I lied. But I, it's one of those things where, like, I do this every year in the Oscars where I end up one, one category. I end up voting with my heart. Yeah. And and I, I just really wanted to win. I think she, hands down, out of all these people, granted, I haven't watched, like, three of them. I think her fucking role was incredible. and She did such a good job, man. Screw everything that everyone's been saying about her. Hmm? Yeah, dude, there's a lot of articles like talking shit about her. Really? Yeah, dude. Why? Um, that like she didn't really deserve the role. That it should have been Margot Robbie's role. That oh she was. Oh my god. That she barely did anything in the role. Like a whole bunch of random ass stuff. Like people just being douches, like usual. Oh god, Margot Robbie, dude, she can't be in every fucking movie. Dude. I know, right? Honestly, I <sighs> hot take. I. I'm really not that interested in seeing Margot Robbie in the big screen that many times. I'm not either. I, I she's she's a great uh what's it called Harley Quinn. She plays that role really well. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, well, uh, a really great. Uh, you very rarely get those good comic book adaptations. No, you mm-hmm. got uh, Wolverine played by Hugh, uh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. You got Tony Stark played by fucking Iron, uh, 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 played by Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you got. Uh, Harley Quinn played by Margot Robbie, really good. And then you can throw in Heath Ledger. Yeah, in I'm like, yeah. you probably should, bro. <laughs> throw in Heath Ledger. You get the Joker's kind of hard because there's three. There's been three actors who've played him in the big screen, and they all three Four. did a really. Oh right. <laughs> there's been three actors. Who... <laughs> he's never coming on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really hope he does. He's he's actually he's a really guy. interesting guy. Yeah, he's an interesting guy, and he's really funny. Uh, he has a weird tested sense of humor. Anyways, you very rarely get those like, like castings. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you very rarely get those rare, very rare like casting choices where it's like, oh wow, like this is a, that's a perfect person, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and but honestly, like I mean, the last thing I saw her before that was like Bombshell, mm. and I was like, okay. And then before that, it was like Wolf of Wall Street, and then she was in a couple other things. No, well, before Bombshell, she was Harley Quinn. Yeah, no, but like other than oh, like I get you. Other, other than that, we're talking about her breakout role in The Big Short, bro. Where oh she played herself. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the, she literally just comes on the screen and just be like, she can just be herself, and people mm-hmm. will be like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. But that's like, more just because people love her. Yeah, people. I and I get it. Like, I love her too. But <laughs> yeah, but like that doesn't mean we should give her I, every role. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, look at Meryl Streep. We don't give Meryl Streep every role. Mm, well, granted we probably she, do she but Meryl Streep says no <laughs> she could take every role anyways but yeah Carrie Mulligan did really good I mean hands down I think she did she good she was great in uh, I, Manchester by the Sea and uh... <laughs> 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 I was just kidding that was Michelle Williams yeah I was like looking at you like man you're gonna have him bro <laughs> I I don't want Frances McDormand to win and that might be mean for me to say I just don't think that she did anything special with that role Oh, wow. I think the writing is better than her acting. All right. Actress in a supporting role. Let's not name them off. Just who do you think? Uh, I am going to butcher the name. Yo Young Yon from Minari, the grandma. Yeah, same here. Both both uh, things. Yep. I'm going to win. Glenn Close look crazy in Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah. But nah. Nah, dude. She way more emotion in it. Way better act. Uh, I mean, from what, I under- from what I've seen, that 
is a role that you win for. Now be seven feet in the ground before I see Borat, the subsequent fil- movie film, whatever, be win. win anything. All right. So those are the four big ones of the night. Now, well, we're before... Let's do two more. Okay, we're going to do directing, obviously, right? Oh, let's do three more. <laughs> we got time. Okay. Uh, animated feature film. Animated feature film. What I think will... What I think will win, Soul. Uh, what I want to win, Onward. Uh, same answer for both Soul. I don't think Wolfwalkers and no. Over the Moon. What the hell? Is this I mean, I, I'm surprised you didn't care about Onward, but okay. <laughs> I didn't care about Farmageddon? What? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Farmageddon. I, I do care about Onward. It's just I, I, I really enjoyed Soul. Okay. Uh, cinematography. Uh, cinematography. I don't even know where it is on my list, bro. Uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland, The Trial of Chicago 7. This one's tough because I think it's between Mank and Nomadland. Mm. And I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, no, what I think should win, uh, Mank. What I, well, what I want to win, Mank. What I think will win, Nomadland. What I want to win, Mank. What I think will win, I feel like people would never choose the right one for this one. And I think it's going to be News of the World. Oh, my God. You really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't watched that movie. We can call Growl, but I don't think you'll agree. <laughs> Growl, hit me up. Tell me what you think it will win. Uh, and then directing. Directing. Uh, another round, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman. Oh, fuck. You go first. What I want to win is going to be Mank. What I think will win, Minari. Ah, this one's hard because I'm thinking about the characters and the actors and how everything went. Actually, no, I take it back. What I want to so win. So you lied. Yeah, hella lied. <laughs> I just uh, I lied to everybody. Uh, what I want to win is Minari. What I think will win is No Man Land. Say that again. M- Mank, No Man Land's gonna win. Oh, um, oh, sorry, no. God, Minari, Nomadland's gonna win. Okay, um, Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman is who I want to win. What I think will win, David Fincher for Mick. Whoa, interesting. At the end of the day, it comes to a holiday. Uh, a fucking, uh, it's gonna come down to Hollywood style voting, and it's always a popular culture thing. And as much as Nomadland is pretty, and Chloe Zhao did amazing, I think everyone's like, all right, she won the. Like that, that was all because she won for the Golden Globes, right? Chloe Zhao, yeah, yeah, she won for that one. They're gonna be like, that was great, but I think the Oscars are gonna go flip it. Okay, okay. Well, I got a hard, hard out, man. Yep, so yep. <laughs> I know we, we're gonna end this episode eh, kind of early, I guess. I mean, it was a fifty-two minute podcast. It was a pretty good podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about the Oscars. We're thinking about doing uh like live right on we're gonna try to do it live yeah uh on wednesday or whenever uh keep in touch on the instagram podcast we're gonna try to do it live if not we will also be posting a full video of the podcast of us sitting in front of a blank wall next week yeah and then um i'll probably post my what i think like it's gonna yeah we should do that we should do a full list and just like post it on our story so people know yeah um and then Why? i also want you guys out there to fill out a card send it in to us yeah. and then we'll see who what you guys think and we can make fun of your answers next time yeah and then uh uh yeah that's pretty much it yeah I mean, yeah man keeping we're, next week i don't know how many movies we're talking about <laughs> yeah we're probably just gonna talk about oscars but we'll talk talk some movie news but uh thanks for listening and go watch some movies